Welcome to Retro Rewind. Retro Rewind is a bi-weekly show where we all play and discuss a retro game. I'm your host Luke, and tonight we'll be discussing my choice, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Joining me in the half pipe are my good friends Craig. What's what's a good skater term? You know, like cool dude. Cool. Yo, man. Wicked, gnarly. Wicked, gnarly. Ollie. Gnarly. Ollie. Gnarly, dude. And uh, I'm my good friend Dave. I have a bad problem distinguishing surfers and skaters, so instead I'm just going to go, Right, Jess! Right, <laughs> Hey! Nice. Right. Like, dude. So, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is obviously the, t- the sequel to Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It released across many platforms between 2000 and 2001 and was made by Neversoft. It's got an average Metacritic rating between 80 and 100, depending on what version you've got. My favourite version was the Game Boy Advance one that was ported by Vicarious Games. What's your history with the game, guys? Would you like to speak here, Craig? I could speak here if you don't want to speak here. That's quite alright with me. Okay, I had this game for the PlayStation 1. I played it to death, absolutely loved it to bits. And actually, as um, on a happy turn of events, my dad was up visiting today and he saw me playing it because we were just chilling. He saw me playing it and he was like, give me a shot. And it's like an hour and a half later. I'm like, dad, can I get my controller back? (laughs) (laughs) And he he just like, he went total rain man on the whole thing. It was quite incredible to watch. Uh, So really, really good game. Really, really fond memories and i've got a new fond memory just from today so thank you very much sweet i would like to start my segment by saying yes i totally played this back in the day i think everybody played tony hawk back in the day but i haven't played it since so it was a really cool blast i mean we'll get into it later but um i didn't necessarily have any fond memories about it it was just another game i played to be honest i was confused it with like two extreme and every other skateboarding game that i played but going back to it now, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is why this was the best. Hmm. Um, yeah, so my history with this game is, uh, I mean, I'm the. I'm going to segue nicely into the next piece for this bit. Uh, don't, don't use a segue, eldest... use a skateboard. Okay, oh, sorry, I will skateboard. <laughs> I will kick <laughs> I will kick flip into the next piece with this bit. Yeah, so me being the eldest out of my, my brothers, I didn't have the big brother to kind of push me in a musical direction when I hit my teenage years. And uh, something I associate with pushing me into the music that I like now is the Tony Hawk games. When I went to secondary school, I think this game came out when I was in second year. And uh, yeah, it was a great game to get into the music scene with. Uh, back then, it was kind of back into the alternative stuff. The, the grunge scene from the 90s was popular again. But you also had some really, really solid uh, bands or a really, really solid soundtrack throughout this game, which is kind of what I associate it with. Um, so going back to this game was a really, really cool thing for me. Although picking the Game Boy Advance version to play, uh, none of those soundtracks are in that version, which I'd completely forgotten about. So I've missed all of that nostalgia. How did you guys find the music and what versions did you play? Sorry. I played this on the GBA and the music was kind of generic. You know, you play these kind of games and you get your generic rocky, punky tracks. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Not terrible, but not stand out for me. I didn't, it wasn't blaring me going, yes, this is amazing. Uh, I played it on the GBA for about an hour and then I played it on the PlayStation for about an hour and then I played the Dreamcast for about an hour. 
I didn't play N64 because bleh. But uh, the music, I absolutely hate the music in this game. Uh, it, it does. I will say, however, because even as a, a kid, I used to turn down the music and just play my own. It doesn't go well with Simon and Garfunkel. It doesn't go well with Sting. does go fairly well with some good classical music pieces. But uh, other than that, yeah, it was just like what was on the radio. But yeah, it, uh, something about the punk. There, There's some good songs on there. And it's okay. I can't say I hated it this time. It was just, you know, it doesn't really do much for me. It's not really my musical style. Yeah. If they wanted to go heavier, that'd be great. Like, if you wanted to throw some Fear Factory in there, nah, that'd be great. Cool. Well, I mean, each to their own. You're obviously wrong. No. But, uh, we'll just leave it there. Uh, each to mine. <laughs> so... Uh, the first thing I picked up on playing the Game Boy Advance version again is how well they did porting uh, what would have been a 3D game at the time to a 2D platform. And for a Game Boy Advance game, I think it still quite looks quite good. It's uh, There's a lot of depth to it. You can clearly see the different planes that you can jump onto and grind from. And yeah, I find that the visually it was acceptable. Um it's not as good as I remember it being, but I guess age hasn't been all that kind to it. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, it is GBA. Hmm. And you kind of have to kid gloves to GBA because, you know, that stuff just doesn't age well. No, no. I'd re- I really like the look of it. I really like the kind of like isometric way of playing it because I'd never, I'd never experienced it like that. I'd always done it, you know, as, as you've played any other Tony Hawk game, just cruising behind them. So I just thought it was really different. And I think, if I remember right, the first level, the aircraft hangar level, it's the only one that I can think of uh, that I noticed perfectly, but it's like perfectly recreated in that environment. There's nothing missed out or anything. I thought it was really it was really nice, really easy to play. It felt, it felt a wee bit smoother to skate about the park and just kind of, you know, you could see more of where you were going, I suppose I'm trying to say. Um, if if you've never played the GBA version, it takes it from the usual Tony Hawk behind the camera. And if you ever played the game 720, uh, it's that kind of camera, uh, slightly canted at that isometric angle, which means it really should burn in hell. But I think here it pulls it off fairly well. I normally hate isometric games with the passion, but here it does it does pull it off. I was actually quite impressed that they managed to do it. Uh, the skaters animate fairly smoothly too. I mean, I, I'll say what few little dings I have against it, but it's nothing major. It's fairly enjoyable on the GBA. I would imagine it's a lot easier to play on like emulation or maybe an SP than an actual dark as midnight GBA. Yeah. Um. Going back to the, the Game Boy Advance version, I, 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 this was another one of these games that I got from an insurance company after someone stole my Game Boy Advance and I got uh, all the games I got were replaced with new ones and they couldn't get the old ones I had. So at the time... I remember playing this game thinking, well, this is this is amazing. This is this is really good for a Game Boy Advance game. And I think Metacritic agrees by giving it a 95%. Um I've been looking through a top ten lists of like all time best Game Boy Advance games and Tony Hawk two seems to be quite high up there in most of these lists. Um yeah, so the game has a few different uh modes available to it. There's a, a career mode where um throughout you pick, you pick a skater, uh, you can make your own one, I believe. And then in each area, you have 10 tasks to do. So uh, one of the tasks is usually a score uh, that you have to beat. And then they'll be find specific objects throughout the level, such as the, 
the letters of the word skate or uh, barrels or it's normally the theme of the level so for the hangar uh, which is like an airplane hangar you can pick up little pilot wings and stuff um you get two minutes per level to pick up these things and you can have as many attempts as you like there's also a free skate option which i believe is just you can skate around and do all these things without any sort of time limit how did you guys play it when coming back to it um i started off in the career mode and was playing about and then i very promptly just jumped into the single session mode and was just blasting about i didn't go out of my way to go and get all the collectibles or anything or even you know i just got enough to unlock the next level so you need to earn however much cash to get the next level that was it i didn't delve into upgrading my character i played as bob burnquist <laughs> yes um, he has glasses yeah and i didn't bother buying him any tricks or upgrading or spending any cash or anything i just kind of roughly played through the game and enjoyed it and just kept on going until i had enough cash to move on it was it was actually really a really lovely wee day i've spent with the game that's I've cool enjoyed it. it's quite um therapeutic it's one of those games where you can just sit and play, and it's not too difficult, but there's a bit of challenge to it. and Not challenge, that's not the right words. It's not too difficult, but there's a bit of thought going into what you're doing, and when you get some moves right, and it's all quite fluid. Um, I played almost exclusively free mode, just because I, I didn't want to get bogged down into the career mode stuff. I checked it out for a little bit, went, oh yeah, I remember this, and then just kind of played free mode on all the different versions. I didn't get to play all the stages or anything, but yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I kind of now want a newer Tony Hawk game. Well, it's Tony Hawk and 5. I'm not sure if I should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you see, once they hit, um, what was it, American Wasteland? That was when I really started to go, yeah. Like, I never liked uh, Tony Hawk Underground because they were kind of stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, once it hit that, like, Skate was okay, but that was the line. Skate was so great. So I'm not sure. I'll... Skate was great. Oh, really? I know. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of it. Five bombed, yeah. but you can pick it up for a tenner on the PS4. So it might really, be yeah, really good. Yeah, for a tenner, which, which, by the way, I mean, you can pick this up, too. I, I don't know about over there, but over here, I paid $3 for a copy in the case with manual and no scratches on it. So, I mean, because it's so prevalent, it's fairly cheap to get still. Yeah. And saying that if you do just want to scratch your skateboard and itch, you could just play Cali games and just play the half pipe. <laughs> can, can we can, can we just talk about California games? No, <laughs> no, no, we can't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I went I went for the career mode. Um, I had a little blast of free skate, and then I thought, okay, I'll I'll have a proper blast through the career mode and see how I, how far I can get. I found the game going back to it a little bit frustrating with like the controls and like landing the skateboard and um, i think a lot of that was down to me playing via the wii using a gamecube controller and uh, the whole time i was playing it i just felt like it was too big on the screen and i just kind of wanted to go upstairs and like play it on my 3ds or or on a game boy advance that would have been ideal so this version seems like it's definitely meant for a handheld having it on that big screen even though i tried to reduce the screen size wasn't quite doing it for me um but after maybe half an hour it seemed to click uh landing tricks to begin with seemed a bit of a nightmare i was constantly either alling too quickly and flying off the half pipe into a wall <laughs> um and leaving little bits of blood floating around but once you get into a good run with this game it's 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 really addictive and i don't know about you guys but like it kind of reminded me a little bit like Super Meat Boy, you know, where if you if you fail in that, it just instantly kicks off again. 
Um, I like to do these games where like I've got like a really good run going. If I if I fall, I'll just restart rather than letting the time expire. So um, there was one where I was trying to do I was trying to get the barrels and the wings and the skate letters all in one run, and it took me maybe like fifteen attempts, but I did manage to do it in the end. Whilst I could have rather just done them one by one, I don't know why I have to do that. It's like I have to get the perfect run to submit it. When I first started playing the career mode, I was like, oh, why is my guy so crap? I was playing Tony Hawk. Um, you know, he's on the box. He should be the best player, right? But I forgot that you have to you have to spend quite a lot of time leveling up your character to, to even do some of the objectives in the game. Like the first one, I think you had to get a score of 75,000, which I, I could get nowhere near, uh, which is probably my skill level. But I had a look at game FAQs for a few of the uh, collectibles throughout the game and people were saying, ignore the, the high level ones, uh, level up your character, buy some new skills and then come back and do them later. Just progress through the game as you like and then come back and clean it up. In the free mode, did you guys have all the collectibles as well? I can't quite remember. Like the skate and the barrels and the wings. And... In free mode, you don't, I don't think. No, it's just skate park, skating, pretty much. Yeah, skating and tricks. So, the career stuff for collecting stuff, I did the complete opposite from you. I just picked one thing from the list and made it my job for the two minutes <laughs> to do tricks and do that one thing. And yeah. I think that's that's the way I kind of just did that until I could unlock the next level. Very good. It's a very yeah. nice system for replayability and a wee bit of challenge and a wee bit of fun because you can't yeah. just bum through it and free play and just glide about the place or you, you've got a to-do list. And I like a list. Who doesn't like a list of stuff to do? <laughs> so the controls are based... Um, I mean, the Game Boy Advance only had the two buttons and the D-pad and then the two shoulder buttons. So... Um, it's a bit hard to remember how that translates into a GameCube <laughs> controller, but uh, there was one button that if you held down, you can ollie, and then there was another one for doing like tricks or grinds. Uh, you could rotate left and right to do like uh, 360s, 540s into your tricks. And if you tap the different shoulder buttons, I believe they would do different flips, like kick flips and heel flips. And how did you guys find the controls? I, for one, could not pull off a special move to save myself and it was really really frustrating me and i, I think it's just down to me okay so l is your kick flips nice your uh your flip tricks and r is your hold tricks like your grab tricks yeah yeah so i i it is awkward using the shoulder buttons like pressing l plus up is always a little wonky yeah on something that small let alone on an actual controller but for the most part I mean, since I was playing on an emulator, I could just, you know, reconfigure the controllers. So I changed L and R to A and B and then switched those to L and R since you don't use them as much. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Once I did a little bit of fiddling with it, yeah, it worked perfectly fine. And on on console, it's the face buttons do all of it. And then L and R rotate you if you'd rather not move that with the actual D-pad. But yeah, for the most part, all the controls work absolutely spot on. But it felt really natural for me from when I jumped into it. I didn't need to swap any buttons about or anything like that. I was on my Wii U gamepad, so the shoulder buttons, you know, it's a chunky unit. You're not going to struggle that much holding it and twisting your hands about it. So it was it was absolutely fine. Perfectly acceptable. Cool. Did you manage to pull off any special moves? Yeah, I'm an absolute boss at that. So, so really, <laughs> really enjoyed it. Nice one. Yeah, I mean... Again, all the way through this, it just made me want to pick up a, a Game Boy Advance SP. Um, the, the, I think that was the definitive version of that console. Uh, 
Yeah, the SP. Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, unfortunately, my one, I think the one I got replaced eventually did break. It wouldn't turn on again, so I did have to chuck it. But uh, maybe one day I'll pick up another one and keep it in my cupboard with everything else that I don't play. Okay, well, I'm going to steal a page from Dave's uh, Operation Sequel. Shall we go through pros and cons and, you know, one pro, then one con? Um, Dave, do you have any pros to the game? One of the biggest pros that Craig touched on was it's just simple, right? Like, your dad can mm-hmm. pick it up and play it. Yeah. Sure, there, there, there's a very high skill ceiling on this, mm. but to enter in at, at introductory level is very simple to do so i mean that's a major pro it's very user friendly cool and a con and a vowel (laughs) (laughs) i would uh one of the biggest cons that i had only with the gba was i hate isometric Hmm. like that's really as close as i can get to a big con cool craig pros and cons i think for me look my pro would be i've played it on and off through the day and it's very kind of like you can pick up play it for two minutes and put it back down again because it's two minute rounds all the way through career absolutely spot on for a handheld device my biggest gripe of the day so far with it has actually been uh the trying to land no god that wasn't even a con i don't have any cons perfect no that's good um Okay, a pro for me, I think this is quite possibly the best skating game on the Game Boy Advance. That I mean, they, as Craig said earlier, they've pretty much taken the whole of the first level, which is maybe one of the best ones from the PlayStation version, and found a way to get it to work with very complex controls. Um, you know, it, but it's simple. You can play it however you want, and there's a lot of depth to it. You can. I mean, I, I imagine, and I remember actually spending quite a lot of time getting through the full list of things in the game, and I'm pretty sure by the end of it, I was a lot better than I was at the start and being able to pull off special moves and stuff. One of the cons I found, and there, there was a bit of a workaround for it, is I found it very, very difficult to land. I wasn't sure where I was going to land sometimes, you know, like the, the field of view that you had. I often found that I wasn't sure if I was going to clip the edge of a half pipe or if I was going to land flat on my face because there was nothing to hit on my way down. However, I noticed that there's a shadow of your character and I began to use that to pilot where I was going to be or to accept my incoming pain. Uh, (laughs) So yeah. That's the problem with isometric games. Yeah. I mean, it's a good attempt though. It's maybe one of the best ones. No, oh, oh, Vicarious gets all the credit in the world for this they did an amazing job porting it just to touch in on an actual con i had and it's on the exact same what you've just said there but it was the collectibles without those shadows you would not know where those pilot wings were or where the s of skate was there's no way in hell because i spent ages jumping for one and i was jumping over a gap and jumping (laughs) over a gap and it's on the rail underneath i've been jumping over it all the the whole time yeah so they've done it really well one problem I do have is in the console versions of the game, you can play as Spider-Man. And oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't like how when you boot up the Game Boy Advance game, it does not just ask, would you like to play as Spider-Man? Because that would have saved a lot of trouble. And I would have been playing as Spider-Man. By the as, as a funny little side note, um, since I'm a dirty pirate, yo-ho-ho, and I played this on emulation, I didn't realize that I downloaded the German version of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm a bit squiffy on a, exactly what the things were called, but I can tell you every once in a while I pulled off an oxen feeder. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That Great. that was me. I was kind of like, I've done a BS backside FS nolly ollie oxen free. I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? I was just pressing buttons. On the Spider-Man note, it was the Spider-Man moves, not just like the Spidey grind. It's just a skin. And the Spidey. It totally should have been. Oh, no. It's Spider-Man. What a boss. I remember there being uh, cheats for this game as well. That, like, there are cheats. Oh, yeah. There's a like, ton of yeah, cheats. Ton of there's oh, cheats. I need to go back and I, check those out. Um, I did manage to get a wee bit further in the game than what I would have naturally by enabling perfect balance and grinding oh, for, for two you, minutes. You <laughs> no wonder there was no cons. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I just did that towards the end of the day. And actually, do you know what? I, I popped the cheats on because I didn't unlock the last two levels and I wanted to unlock them. And the cheats don't even allow you to unlock the levels. Bit of a pain. Good, good. It does have a manga mode. Um, I, I do have two questions for you guys that are roughly based on Tony Hawk because this is mainly about the GBA but you know might as well talk about the whole series right it was it just me as a youngster or did this make you a hundred times more interested in skating culture I was already a skateboarder from oh really okay yeah so I, I was already in there I got a lot of bruises because of Tony Hawk <laughs> uh, well like, funny story I, I... <laughs> funny story I, uh, I remember getting like a so I had a cheapo skateboard that I think my mom and dad got me from Argos and it, it didn't have the both both ends of it being the same shape one was kind of like oh, a break. God. Yeah, um, yeah, Ooh. yeah, and then I got a real skateboard that my mom and dad had spent a lot of money on, and I, I remember going to around to my friend's house to show it, and uh, he said, "Oh yeah, I can do a kickflip." So he attempts to do a kickflip, sending the skateboards through the wall of the kitchen into the living room, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, scratching my shiny new skateboard and costing his mom and dad a lot of money in plastering repairs. <laughs> but on a plus note, that is a hundred percent authentic punk right yeah, there. That's, that's... Yeah, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Through the wall. <laughs> Another question I have for you guys is: is so why did Tony Hawk die? I don't mean the person. I mean, I mean the series, right? Like, why aren't we playing Tony Hawk Twelve now? The last one I played, uh, I mean, I bought all the games at launch. I got Tony Hawk Four on the GameCube. And that one was really, really good. I remember my friend getting Tony Hawk 5 and thinking, oh God, this is more of the same and the quality seems a little bit meh. And then it just seems to be that the developers that had it either didn't have the time or the budget to put the amount of love that was put into the first one that didn't seem to transition into further consoles very well either. I'll take the first, uh, the second one over the first one though, any day. Like two, yeah. two I think is the pinnacle of the series. Mm. But yeah, I wonder if that, if that's just it. Because thinking back, like yeah, sure, I didn't like American Wasteland. I didn't like Skate. I didn't like you know Thug. But for the most part, I don't think it was because they were bad. It was looked like from where I'm sitting, it was just more of the same, and it, you just wear out of that. Yeah. So, do you guys think there's been enough time? I mean, sure, we had the abysmal like Tony Hawk Pro Skater that came out and was like two quarters of a game. I mean, Tony Hawk Five bombed in a majorly spectacular way for being pretty, pretty terrible in every way. The physics were off. You could see mid-jump in Tony Hawk 5, you could slam yourself back onto the ground, you know, like a slam attack in some platformer. Oh, okay, yeah. And it, people did not like that. You know, it's like, take Tony Hawk back to roots. You're skating about. You don't get off your skateboard and explore. You just skate and do tricks and everyone's cool but you can also do this impossible slamming into the ground thing <laughs> yeah. it, it didn't go well and i think the thing is when you look at tony hawk 2 it, that is the peak of what you know it, it's a skateboarding game could be so they could remaster tony hawk 2 and it would probably be an absolute 
success. But trying to recreate that and live off that nostalgia just isn't working. It's for me in my head. It's the same as a football game. It's like you wrote FIFA Road to the World Cup '98 compared to FIFA whatever number it is on now, seventeen or eighteen or whatever. It's just it looks slightly better, but it's just a game about kicking balls. You kick some balls, and that's now. Now, I mean, there's the question: Would you pay full retail price for a game like Tony Hawk Two, and would you not feel a little bad about it? At the like, time, Tony no. Hawk Two. No, at the time, no. But like now, right? No, if it... Tony Hawk Two was re-released right now for sixty-five dollars no. for me, well, I mean, it depends. Yeah. If was it Phil? Are you talking like Skate Three sort of engine? No, well, I'm, I'm talking. Let us say just ground up recreation of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, same engine, just updated. I would pay you know twenty six ninety nine for that physical. <laughs> That's very specific. Yeah, that's my limit. You know what? I, I actually think I, I would submit, I mean, 60 is maybe a little bit much, but 40. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I'd have a problem going back to those games, especially if there was online multiplayer. Could you imagine that? That'd be great. No, because people would troll the absolute crap out of each other. Oh, you got a nice <laughs> run going? <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think nowadays if you release a game like this that is so laser-focused in what it wants to do, everybody would complain that there's a lack of variety in content. Mm, I'm not sure. I mean, everyone still argues for Skate 3 uh, or Skate 4. I mean, there's a huge following behind that game. And if you could learn the controls, they were good. Earthbound and nobody bought it. Yeah. I mean, it it is the internet. Everybody argues, oh, everybody wants this. And then it comes out and then 52 people buy it. Folk jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know how I would feel if I purchased this for full price. I mean, three dollars is an excellent bargain. Would you? But I buy it on the PlayStation Four if they made like a PlayStation One classic of it. Well, that, that that's the other question I wanted to have. The only reason why I think this is not, or any of them really, are available on PSN is it's got to be the licensing, right? Like all the skaters. Yeah. They would have to re up all that nonsense. Could you not just rename yeah, them all I mean, to the same... Todd Turnquest? <laughs> Phony cock. <laughs> Tony cock. <laughs> I would totally play Tony Cox's pro skater too. I totally play it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, that's the only reason I could think of because I would imagine on something like a PS1 classic, this would sell quite a bit. But you'd have to license all the music, all the people, all, all the, the brands. Yeah, so that's got to be kind of a nightmare. That's one thing I really dislike about gaming and remakes and remasters and stuff like i don't understand the licensing behind it i mean just give the guys the same cut again well, or something Duh. i would be i yeah I, I don't see why if we paid you a hundred thousand dollars to use your face we can't pay you a hundred thousand dollars to just use your face again because you know john reno stop holding up a remaster of onomusha 3 please okay just stop it but yeah i mean i i could see them doing something like nintendo did with um what well, i forget which rave race it was i think it was 64 where instead of having to re-up licenses, they just went in, changed the code, and took out all the ads for the companies. I mean, I don't see why you couldn't pull like they used to in uh, older Japanese games like Ridge Racer, where it's like, that's not a Camaro, but it really looks like one, and it's yeah. called a Famero. Yeah. So I think we're good. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't do something like that, but I don't know these things. Bam Margarita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
if you could be Tony Cox, bro skater. Can we not just call yeah, him Tony so, Eagle so, instead of Tony Cox, guys? <laughs> Birdman. Birdman's <laughs> pro skating. Um, so if this was available on PSN, you guys would grab it for a tenner yeah, oh, yeah. to have it on your PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, well, guys, uh, it sounds like everyone's had a good time with this game. Would I didn't. okay, Jesus, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> would we recommend it to go back to? Would you? Would you tell somebody? You know, you hear your friends about to go play Tony Hawk. Would you tell them to give it a shot or give yeah. it a skip? Yeah. Why not? If if my friend was about ready to go skating, I'd say, hold on, sir. <laughs> Why don't you just play a video game instead? It's safer. Yeah. I Personal taste, though, I would say go for the Dreamcast version. It is the smoothest, slickest version of it. Yeah, agreed. If you can stand that crappy controller that is just spawn from the bowels of satan himself. come on everyone likes their hands looking like they've been hit uh, by a mallet <laughs> that analog stick is the worst thing i've ever felt in my life and i've played on the television with that disc i mean that's just awful but uh yeah if, if you don't have a dreamcast which nah, maybe not a lot of people do grab the ps1 copy you know it, it's very cheap even n64 i watched a video of it it doesn't look too bad there's the usual fog and you know, pop in stuff like that, but it's not too bad. It still plays fairly smooth. So yeah, if you feel like a skating game, grab Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. Craig, would you recommend the game? Yeah, just yeah. Why not? Because at the end of the day, it's probably about the best skating game out there still just now. It's relatively easy to emulate. It's dirt cheap to pick up on the PlayStation if you've got a PlayStation or a whatever other console you want to play it on. That's the smoothest console in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dreamcast all the Dreamcast so yeah, yeah, totally would I would recommend it, if someone said oh, I'm going to go and get that Tony Hawk 5 it's on sale in Argos for a tenner I'd be like, whoa, wait a second here don't, <laughs> don't get, don't bother just, just play this <laughs> here, I've got one in my bag just in case that situation ever <laughs> arises <laughs> yes, always carry a copy with you at all times I know, because how many times do you hear people in daily conversation saying, I'm going to buy Tony Hawk 5 it's quite often for me uh, yeah, Yeah. I mean I four times on the street today jeez, uh, yeah for me I, I've, uh, I've enjoyed going back to the game I would definitely recommend it I kind of wish I'd played the Playstation 1 version as well, um, just to get that soundtrack again to go through that terrible thought of thinking, did I used to listen to this? Oh, God. Um, hey, Rage Against the Machine was yeah, on no there. no effects. That's still good. Does not age well. No no effects. Yeah, Rage Against rage, the Machine is all there. right. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll give you Rage. But you want to start getting your MXPX and maybe a little jack-off jail? No. Don't do it, man. Well, we have don't do it. Bad Religion, Anthrax, Power Man 5000. Oh my gosh, Power Man. Wow. <laughs> Naughty <laughs> by Nature. Uh, Papa Roach. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, oh, I saw him live. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, God. The High and Mighty. Uh, consumed. Dub Pistols. Swinging Utters. Swinging Utters. Of, styles of Beyond. Melanin Colin. I don't know how you say that. Uh, Lag Wagon and Fu Manchu. Oh. Yeah, so the first there's maybe three or four good songs in there. Maybe maybe two. Uh yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh cool. Well, uh thanks for listening guys. We are the Bit Effect. Uh this was one of our retro rewind series. If you would like to suggest a game, you can get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook. 
which is at the bit effect. You can also email us at the bit effect at gmail.com if you're that way inclined. Next week's show will be our uh, our thoughts on worst games ever in the bit effect and the following Retro Rewind show will be Tekken 2 on the PlayStation 1 and that's Mike's choice. Okay guys, say goodbye! Bye! See ya! Bye! Bye! Love you! <laughs>